Hey everyone. This little piece is something extra from my episode with Hillary Cutter. Originally, I was going to save it for a look back at the COVID-19 lockdown. Something maybe reflect on where we were and what was going on. But it's become such a part of the conversations that we've had since then, I felt that maybe this little bit might be helpful to some of you right now. Maybe a kick in the pants to do something different. Shake it up a bit. Certainly did for me. Check it out. Well, that's nice. I know. I know. Uh, how are you holding up? I'm doing well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's, um, I really, from like the beginning of this whole thing, mm-hmm. had a really positive attitude and I didn't get scared and just sort of, you know, we're all in this together and we all, um, you know, we all have challenges that we have to face. So there's no need to, you know, wallow in the pain. <laughs> we just have to move forward. Copy that. Copy that. Um, and I mean, and well, that was what, three months ago? Yeah, exactly. Still holding, still holding, uh, still holding strong. Yeah. I mean, now clients are starting to open up opportunities and we, I mean, throughout the whole process, we were getting bids and treatments from Mm -hmm. prospective clients, but there was sort of three months ago when clients were reaching out, there's definitely the unknown of when we would be able to shoot or what the messaging would be and how COVID was going to impact the brand messaging. And uh, it was, you know, we were having preliminary conversations about what the goals and expectations were. And now that we're starting to see the film industry open up a little bit, we can start talking about real potential shoot dates. That's fantastic. That's literally the best thing I've heard in days. Um, (laughs) It's so nice to hear. And of course, you know, obviously, and and actually maybe that's, that's, that's something I I guess. By the way, I am actually rolling right now. Um, I wasn't planning on talking about COVID-19, but I was actually going to ask you at some point about it because I, I'm asking a bunch of people about it for like a, you know, hopefully a wrap up towards the end of the year. One of these things, yeah, uh, yeah. how everybody was hoping COVID-19, you know, expectation versus reality. So, um, but I guess like, I mean, it is, is part of that conversation also like safe practices, um, and, uh, and protocols for, uh, social distancing and stemming any kind of infection. Yeah. So the, um, I have to pull it up just because it's um, it's fairly. There was a, a it's a Variety magazine mm-hmm. on Friday had released the uh, the the proposed health and safety guidelines for motion picture television and streaming productions. Oh wow! And so it's it's a white paper that was published by the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers. And so that's the first step in how production companies will start to have to adhere to and create safe working environments for their production team members. That's fantastic. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to need to take a look at that. Yeah. So my core team members and the producers, are the regular producers that I work with, we're, we're all studying the guidelines and you know we'll be creating our own guidelines for our shoots but that will be a really great place to pull information from that's excellent 
That's absolutely excellent. Now, and it's funny because I've been checking out what because advertising uh, and and advertising production, um, you know, commercials still need to get out there, especially when everybody is trapped at home. Um, and there's definitely been like a theme of the conversation, which was we keep seeing the same commercials over and over again. Yeah, uh, I was emailing with a client on Friday who we actually we had filmed a commercial on March twelfth. Right and- on the wire, jeez. <laughs> And we were about a week after the shoot, we all said that it was, we really made it. It The footage got in the can, you know, pretty much 24 hours. If, if the shoot had been 24 hours later, it wouldn't have happened, which is crazy. Um, but that particular client said that, you know, it's been all, stock footage and animation projects since yep. and we got our first contract last week to move forward on a live action execution and this particular client said that they're optimistic that their clients are going to start talking about live action again as well just because as you said it's there all the commercials are starting to look the same yeah and I guess, we need to get out there. Yeah, I mean, I got. I guess I got two twofold question on that. Just and and these are points of view and personal curiosity. I'm wondering, you know, a because typically in ad production, at least at least in my experience with it, is like, you know, it's it's a bum rush from the get go, from the start of the year until summer. Like, it's not that people take summer off, but summer is when like you know, the creative directors are taking like vacations with their kids and they're, they're, there's not a whole lot of like, there might be a little more shooting work than there is post work. But then the fall right through the uh, wind, right into the end of the year is when it starts like really ramping up again as people have to try and get their budgets out. I'm wondering if everyone's going to have a really busy summer, I guess. I think that production is going to start to ramp up in July. <laughs> and my projection is that it's going to be a busy third and fourth quarter. Your mouth, your, your lips to God's ears. Good Lord. Um, that's fantastic. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would really love to work on something other than everything, all the personal projects I got going on right now. Um, but how do you think, um, do you think that there's like, like, do you think that there, this was like a watershed moment in some way that there's a, there's, a consideration that's happening in the minds of advertisers and even agencies um, about this afterwards? Like, are, are we really going back to where we were or is there like some new way of moving forward? Is there some new conversation that's happening? I don't think it's going to be business as usual. And I think that we've been on sort of this cusp of change. And if anything, this, the COVID pandemic has put some of the industry changes that we've been sort of touching upon and needing to address that were sort of just, we were just kind of slow pedaling certain items and that this is just putting it on a fast track. For example, mm-hmm. one of the main items on a lot of the guidelines is that we really need to eliminate paper 
on set scripts and in the the advertising production world that's going to mean pre-pro books um you know back in the day we were as a production company expected to print you know 40 to 50 page colored documents for like 20 to 30 team members which in the last three to five years has felt to be uh you know not very environmentally savvy <laughs> And it's something that we've been pushing a lot of clients to go green and to go digital and to, you know, manage some of the resources with budget shrinking, you know, having to spend that kind of money on, you know, professional color printed booklets, you know, every dollar counts. It's like, why don't we put the money into production, not into um, pre-pro books? Yeah. Not, so, not into uh, onset comic books for everyone to, yeah. uh, to, to read once and then throw in the trash. That, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, you see all of them in the trash and it's just, you know, it's like really, it's when you see that hard work and your hard-earned money, just like, you know, collecting dust on a soundstage, it's, it, it's a little frustrating. Um, the other thing is, you know, in recent years, there's been budget challenges, yet a lot of our production partners still find the need to have a 15 person team come to set and sometimes there's more clients on set than there are filmmakers. Yep. Um, you know, there could be three to four people from the account team, two to three people from the creative team. There's, you know, the production team and the next, um, you know, one thing that production is strongly advising is that we move to a more remote, video village environment mm -hmm. where only the absolute necessary representatives from the advertising production team need to be on set mm -hmm. and that everyone else is welcome to participate remotely which so, is going to cut down in your catering budget right there yeah video village i imagine shrinking yeah and then actually one other interesting change is that we've been advising our clients who have smaller budgets to do zoom casting this is something we did pre-covid mm -hmm. and it was really a budgetary suggestion where in order to save money on having to pay for renting a casting studio and doing your like traditional cattle call and then the callbacks and mm -hmm. um you know everyone having to sit in the room when you don't have the financial resources to support that kind of setup, we have been advising our clients to do Zoom casting. Mm -hmm. And I know for sure, I've been talking to a close colleague of mine who owns a casting company and she doesn't think that we'll be doing traditional casting calls with the cattle call of, you know, a hundred, you know, prospective actors for one role mm -hmm. because it's just, having that many people coming from so many different parts of you know the city or the tri-state area it's way too risky you know from a hygiene perspective and so she projects that we're not going to have in-person casting until 2021. wow wow that's a sobering thought and so that's really it's interesting too, because that puts a lot of, uh, I don't want to say 
I don't know if the word pressure is the right word, but in the sort of COVID production executions, you know, recently, the casting director has been responsible almost, they've been playing a dual role as location scout, you know, because a lot of the projects that they've cast, the, the filming is taking place in the actor's home. And so you have to make sure that they have a home that fits the aesthetic and the messaging that you're, you know, you're, you're trying to generate. And then also wardrobe, if, you know, you're doing sort of a remote wardrobe, then a lot of it has been, you know, pulling from people's personal wardrobes or, you know, I guess shipping certain pieces to the, the, the actor. And mm-hmm. so that the casting agent is liaisoning with the actor on location and wardrobe. So that's another interesting change that has, you know, shifted in recent months. Now, I don't know if moving forward, that's necessarily going to be the casting director's role, but it is interesting to see how casting directors have had to pivot and, you know, change what their full responsibilities are uh, for these COVID executions. Incredible. And how about like yourself? Has there been any kind of like reflection upon your own practices outside of just, um, you know, the, you know, uh, conditions laid out by variety? Has there been like a new approach to production you've, you know, taken into consideration as a result of all this? I think that it's really being a lot more vocal with our clients on what not letting them when when they come to us with a project that is budget challenged being a lot more forceful on you know what you get for the dollars that you want to spend mm-hmm. and the the video village and the catering and sort of like I said, the pre-pro books and the red carpet treatment that has been expected on budget challenge jobs, I think has been the biggest challenge in the last three to five years. And I feel that we are going to have a stronger voice and really be able to, to push back on some of these requests, not only because COVID guidelines are going to force us to push back, but it's also a budgetary constraint because it's just more times in recent months, like I would say in the last year, there's just too many people are coming to set on these smaller budget jobs. And I I think it's almost a blessing in disguise that we're going to be able to really set parameters on the headcount and that it's really going to make production run a lot smoother, less cooks in the kitchen, and you know, streamline the whole day so that we're just getting in there, we're addressing, you know, what our communication and marketing goals are and, you know, what the creative goals are and and not having too many people, you know, have their hands in in the execution. Thanks for tuning in. For more from our guests and others, please head over to www.drinkingwithcreatives.com. And don't forget to subscribe and download on your preferred platform. I hope you enjoy it. We'll see you next time.